Hello, everybody. How you doing? Mr. Frasley, can I hear you okay? Ah, yes. With the refreshing taste of... Of sparkling ice. Of sparkling ice. Okay, how you doing, chat? I hope you are well today. We had a bit of a hiccup getting started, but we are here. Yep. Just to let you know that after we are done with the main broadcast today, uh, the stream will drop, and then both myself and Frasley will have our own streams up, and we'll be doing some talkouts together. How with well voice chat. With what? With voice chat. So wherever you go, you will hear both of our Whether that's a good thing or voices. a bad thing, who, who knows? Yes. Who very well knows. Uh, I hope everybody in chat is doing marvellously well today. Thank you very much for joining us live. Otherwise, Mr. Frasley, are you ready to go? We'll get this show on the road. Absolutely. I'm just making sure that I'm, ho I'm, I'm, I'm hosting, I believe. Uh, you were earlier. And then the stream went down and back up again. And then I thought I pressed, but I'm, I'm gonna. There we Firstly, go. Now, now, I'm, now we're hosting. hosting you. Because I had hosted it, but then it, it wasn't showing on my dashboard. So if I'm all set to go, Aha, let's get. I see. Let's right. get this. I call mine the gnome train. What do you call yours? Uh, get shit done. Let, let Let's get the get shit done train going. Doesn't need to be a train. Just needs to get shit done. Right. Okay, sounds good. Okay, right. Just do my... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to another fabulous episode of Stories Around Azeroth. The most momental episode of Stories Around Azeroth as we celebrate one year of the podcast. Uh, I was ooming and ahhing about doing a, an hourly special, but I think we'll just uh, do what we normally do, and that's talk nonsense for an hour, really, about what we do. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Frasley-tastic. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I, I, I got a walk-in today, so I'm kind of like, I'm walking on sunshine, and just like, and I feel great. I'm <laughs> glad you've had sunshine, because it's been nothing but miserable rain over here today. It has been that for the past few days. I have not, like, I'm looking at my Instagram and my Twitter. I'm like, I have not gone on a walk in quite a few days. So it's been, it was great today. I was like, this morning it was, it was, it was crap. Then it was like, son of like, yes, I get to go out. And I'm like, yeah. Brilliant. Oh my goodness. Oh, today has been uh, a day. Uh, as always, guys, I'm Pete Titescreed Nethercoat, and we are going to be talking Warcraft. It's going to be a very chill episode. We're going to do as we normally do. And then the big topic for this week is going to be just reflecting on the past year and, and how quickly it has flown by. I cannot believe I know. we've done 51 episodes. Like The stuff I've learned alone has been crazy, but we'll talk more about that later. Mr. Frasley. Yes. What have you been up to this week? So this week, no mounts have dropped. Uh, I, I have added an invincible emote to to Twitch, I'm just waiting on better Twitch TV to approve it. So that way, I can be rooting for Invincible. I, 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 someone said, "Am I going to wait till Invincible's out and then do I get it?" To it? And she's like, "Nah, I want to have the mount." What, what a tease like that it. would be. Yeah, until I get this, you can't use this emote. But yeah, over in a while though, I got my fifth Iron Challenge tune up to 35. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking it easy, kind of like going in there. And when I start getting tired, I move on to mount runs and and just. Wanting to, to take my time with it. But I'm not taking my time with my Dwarf Priest. Because it is now up to 117. Oh yeah, you've had a busy week on that one, haven't you? You've not even yeah. been doing time walking dungeons. You've just been getting on with it. Yeah, I did time walking, I think, 
Tuesday night with Cap and, and Harlow. But then uh, past that, just been kind of questing in uh, Warlords. Well, Warlords, I do the treasures. And a little bit of questing because Azeroth, Azeroth Autopilot does say some of the quests are, are good. But then at, at some point, it's just like, go, go get those treasures. Just do it. Like, and they're like, don't worry about any other, anything else. So basically, and, what I said to you beforehand, and you were like, eh. well, no, no. You were right. It's just I was going for the wrong treasures because there are certain treasures that are that are better than other treasures because like some so it goes for the maximum XP treasures. Okay, just grab them all. That's what I do. Got to catch them all. That's it. Got to catch them all. It's a game of Pokemon except with glittering gold because you just sell it all. Uh, you've been on the Alpha at all this week? I was uh was thinking about doing it this week, but I have not been into into it yet because uh, I was in uh the about a week a week ago but i've not been in this week but tonight i think you and i are going to be going into tour guests together yes. and we're trying yeah. to after after we're done recording uh live we'll be going into tour guests, and so i'll get to talk about that because i got into the alpha this week yeah nice i think just about everybody we know is in the alpha i think some well, I, i've got in a, certain I, circles in certain circles yeah i i, I get, i've got a few a few friends who are not in there and i'm I, I feel bad. Like, I'm of the opinion I'm I'm not in charge of the tech and the testing and the Q and A at Blizzard, but if somebody really wants in the alpha, I'm of the opinion give it to them. But if it's because like I don't I don't like withholding things from people. I don't like making me yeah, like haha we have it and you don't. There's well no yeah as long as people aren't doing that. I mean there, there's a big difference between that and you know people are getting in for the sake of getting in. Yeah, like. I did not expect it to to get in this early, but I'm I am trying to to talk about it, oh, trying same. to test it, because I have not been able to always do it just because like I I got some schedules and I I don't want to be all alpha either to burn myself out and I've got some people who won't watch if I do alpha. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure that I cover both bases. I, but I think, yeah, I've, I think with stuff like Torghast though, you're it's quite easy to get away because you're not really you're just showing content and you're not showing any story stuff. Which yeah. I think is why a great deal of people have been streaming Torghast more than most other things. My only issue with Torghast, and I, I I know it's just for the alpha, is that they don't yet let you progress past twelve. Because I when when I went in there, I I was I was building power, I was doing all this stuff, and then it's it. You stopped mean in one and, solo run? Yeah, in one solo run. I don't think that will be a thing until they get, like I don't think that will be a thing until they put on what they're going to test as like the live entrance keys okay because my biggest issue is i have tried to do normal and heroic and i have gotten my behind uh Severely smacked around to you yeah exactly yeah I mean, I honestly, mr t has been my friend i i wouldn't worry about that until all classes have been tested in there yet like, there was stuff like, uh, I think it was either Elemental or Enhancement Shaman were, like, severely busted in Torghast, and that got changed literally the next day. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, you've been leveling your iron, which has been, it's been good to see you back doing that since we had Nisi on a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I, I got inspired by that, and I've been liking it. it. It's nice having another challenge, and I think by moving to the, the standing desk, I have more energy when I'm doing it, too, because that's the biggest issue with irons. You've got to be on top of your game. You, you've got to be mindful, and I've got more energy when I'm standing, so I do consider that to be one reason why I'm up to 35 now. There were a few moments that I uh, got a little dicey and uh, got a little close, but I, I've been trying to... Th 
utterly surprised you're leveling in Arathi, considering some of the elites that wander around that area. Uh, I'm I'm gonna learn uh, painfully with, with, with the, from my experience because like okay. uh, I'm trying my best because I I've not played a lot of Horde, but I like the War Stop on Tarn. So until I get one to max, I think I'm gonna be doing a Tarn Paladin as my template character because that War Stop really does help when you need an extra stun at some point. Because I if you get multiple people, just stunning them for just a little bit gets me that extra ability to the Divine Shield to heal and do anything. Yeah. It's it's pretty interesting and everything else, but um, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't done... Well, I say I haven't done much this week. I have been abusing the ret buff. Oh, yes. You've gotten so many mounts. Yeah, uh, I got... I'm down to like two Paragon mounts needed now in Legion. I got the, the one from High Mountain today, so I've got another moose. Um, nice. So now I'm just down to Dreamweavers and... What's the other one? Uh, Dreamweavers and the Azuna rep. Those are okay. literally the last two Paragon box mounts from Legion I need, which is cool. Um, I've started doing a little bit of odd fishing to get the Pond Nettle and the the one on Argus. No, not that Pond Nettle isn't the one from Argus. The one from uh, Open Sea Fishing in BFA. Oh, yes. I've started working on that. But otherwise, I have been on the Alpha for a little bit this week. I went and had a look at the old character creator... What and... do you think of it? Because I think it looks gorgeous, and I even saw that they just added in a instead of it to like numbers, they've actually added skin tones into the. I mean, I what I like is I know we're not getting we have sliders. We don't we don't have like the, those fine tuned sliders, and we don't have like that one slider in and Conan well, the game, Exiles. The, the game's not designed to have that sort of fine tuned slider. For what yeah, it, for what it is, it's nice, and it doesn't look like a game that is like 15 years old anymore i know it feels like a, a modern game in that in that, that regard i'm like i can also see that maybe maybe this is showing that they're going to be keep adding more i would love every patch to get new hairstyles just have, have somebody in their spare time adding more things i think to you're asking the game. a little bit much i don't think you know how much actually it takes to design. i know exiles reach i i made a warrior because like it's naturally like outside of demon hunter i think it's about probably the the class i'm most familiar with like to play straight out the box yeah. my my biggest problem comes from the fact that you're pretty much restricted to sword and board and i hit level 10 before i even got to the dungeon and because you're your sword and board the biggest way you gain rage is to get hit and to block stuff and everything else but because yeah. it automatically puts you in as dps uh, then you're kind of restricted to like not getting hit. And so as a warrior, because I can't go Fury because the game doesn't give me two-handed weapons. Yeah. Then it, it just feels like the dragon and the ogre at the end of it, they just take forever. I think the easiest way to do it is to fine-tune that starting area so that you finish at 10 before you go into the dungeon and have a tutorial quest that talks to you about your talent specs with a quest reward that gives you weapon based on the talent spec you want to be. But my only question on that is if they want that to be part of it, because I could almost see that being part of the the uh, class area afterwards, because when you're going into that, that dungeon, they don't give you a role spec. They just make you all yeah, DPS. Yeah, but that, that's my problem. Um, so when it comes to 
the the talents like if if somebody deems that they want to level a specific way i don't understand why there can't be a quest at level 10 to turn around and just basically be like oh this is a spec you want to use here you go i the thing i'm trying to get into like when i'm in exiles reach is the the the, the design mentality of, of of it and i see that it's it's going deep enough to get you through the main dungeon but not too deep to overwhelm me with the meta and that's where i think a a the next step would be a after you're through this what about now now that you've gone through here let's get you a spec and kind of say hey here's a spec then maybe through another dungeon i mean stockades or rage fire because rage fire is the one that's underneath uh Orgrimmar, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I want to go and just queue up for another dungeon, as a warrior, I'm not going to have DPS weapons. I'm only going to have a sword and a shield. Okay, so, so yeah, so maybe maybe there... Be I like, just don't hey. understand. Like, I don't think it's that hard to tune Exile's Reach so you finish at level 10 and put in a here's a talent thing. Because there's still not really a talent tutorial. It's just, oh, you've hit level 10, here's this. But there's nothing yeah. to turn around and give you a weapon. You still have to hopefully get a weapon to drop for your spec and and I, it's, it's considering that we're talking about the new player experience off of this I, I don't think that that's too bad of a thing to put into it i'm wondering if they even want to get if blizzard wants to even get into telling people about specs because there's a, like there's guys on different sites i i, I know it's it's new player experience because the meta can change on on that and and Maybe they don't want to put something in that that, that that can't change, but they they do teach you spells, and I'm I'm not in disagreement on the on the the talent. I'm trying to figure out where they would put it because I like how it literally be you hit level ten before you get the the quest to queue up for a dungeon. But then would that would that stop somebody who wants to go through? Because right now the way the way you why, do why would the that dark stop mode, anybody? Having to make a decision uh, be, be, before they're even ready because they are popped into the game and they're doing all this stuff and they're like, oh, well, now you've got to make a decision. And, it can, and, they, and they might feel like, oh, if I make a wrong decision, I can't undo it. They can. Yeah, but th th that's fine. You put that as part of the, the learning experience. Like, this is meant to be a tutorial yeah. for everything. Like, it gets less tutorial heavy as you go through Exile's Reach. But I don't see, especially if they're going to have, like, as the whole tutorial, and if it's pretty much tailored to hit you to level 10, and talents are literally, uh, like, specs and talents are your, your biggest thing, really. That is the, yeah. needs the tutorial more than anything else. And I just think that it needs a tutorial before you do it. Because out of everything, the, the biggest thing that I was disappointed by was the fact that I had to go and do the dungeon with sword and board and my rage generation was crap. And if I did that, if I played a warrior, which most people are probably going to play a warrior as you now warrior is kind of like the main staple of anything, and it's pretty flexible to what it can do. Yeah, I go but, for warrior in RPGs because I I feel like it's going to be the the, the, the most exactly. the most comfortable. But if I turn around, if I was a new player and I could only sword and board in a dungeon with AIs. That would be really boring. The only reason that made it in interesting in any way to me is because I knew I could jump out to charge back in. 
You yeah. Know? And I'm not meant to tank that dungeon because that dragon does ridiculous damage. It nearly killed me like twice when I when I uh, was fighting it at the beginning. I just feel like it can be changed up a little bit to have a, 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 a talent and spec tutorial as part of it. I can see that. And because I would say that, that everybody being DPS surprised me on that one. Mm. But I'm curious, the class trials, I've only done them a couple times. Do they teach you your spec? I'm trying to remember if they do. Um, or do they I, just teach you it? No, it, it, uh, the class trials, I've only ever done it once, and it, it pretty much puts you into a DPS spec anyway. Okay. So, um, but I think it still gives you fury and you get the weapons, but the class trial gives you everything for every spec. So you can, you'll get a little bit of everything. And like I, I'm going to go... I, I don't expect them to give you stuff for fury or arms off the bat because you don't have any skills until you get to level 10 to use a two-handed weapon because you get like shield bash like from, from yeah. the way it's set up to begin with you can see that it, it kind of like i don't know facilitates the fact that you can weapon spec into shield and shield to shield bash and then change back again like with the macros and everything else but yeah like i, I really wish they put in a tutorial for auto loot Oh it, yes! Oh my god! Or have it on by default? Yeah, I, I'm. I, I don't think even especially with, with, with like personal loot nowadays, there's not there's no need to not have it by by default because it it that's the first thing that always uh, confuses me is whenever that either gets turned off by like my my WTF folder getting reset in some way. I, I've had it only once or twice on a character. It somehow just gets reset, but like every new character, one like final like thing i was thinking on is final fantasy 14 handhold you across everything and i don't maybe way. that like to, to do anything you have to unlock it through the storyline because the, no, the main storyline unlocks it doesn't handhold you through everything there are side quests which unlock other dungeons which aren't on the main quest branch line but it but like um unlocking free companies like you, you you unlock features as you go. Like I couldn't I couldn't you even want, use yeah. the airships. A lot a lot of the, a lot of the a lot of the main transportation and a lot of the main ways to do everything are unlocked through the main story, but to unlock like side dungeons, like there are like dungeons which are pretty lore heavy in terms of dungeons, which you'll only find if you finish certain side quests to unlock them. Okay, which isn't so in this. Like this is just you're unlocked once you hit a specific level which i had a look at in the dungeon finder and i'm pretty disappointed that the level brackets are still there for certain things like yeah it's and... like 34 vanilla dungeons or cataclysm dungeons i should say and then like 44 uh like i don't know tbc and wall and wrath and then uh, it's it's weird just make everything scale from zero to 50 yeah, like, and and or like, ten to fifty, I, I don't even care, but it's so weird. Yeah, and and add an option. I'm I'm with you that it's also broken up by expansions. I would love just to be like, I, I think can keep, keep expansion. I think they keep all of the expansion things because some people probably don't want to run, uh, like a warlord's dungeon. But I, you know, but I think that not having everything in a specific queue is not a bad thing either. Like I I'd think like, it would. I like the idea. Of being able to queue for a dungeon and 
just getting something random. There, how many dungeons are there in the game? Lots. I, I would. I wouldn't be. I, I would like the, a blacklist of ability. Be like, okay, I, I, I want to queue. Here's the expansion I want to queue for, and then say, okay, I do want this. I don't want this, and that way you can run the ones that you want. But it would be nice just to, because I would queue for everything, because then I could just run it and I mean, get a bigger it, chance. Essentially, you want to queue for everything once anyway, because you've got dungeon quests, you know? Yeah. Like, you want to queue for everything at least once for the dungeon experience. But, like, I just want, I don't understand why everything's level bracketed. If if the world is built to scale, why aren't the dungeons built to scale? I mean, they, they're clearly built to level accommodate anyway up to a specific level just do it all the way up to 50 and then yeah. just keep 50 to 60 for your new content and if they're afraid of like what they have unlocked on the talents just sink you down because party sink, sinks you down time walking sinks yeah. you down and like hey we won't I give mean, you these abilities in this dungeon i mean i'll be interested to see how party sinking that's gonna work in a in a in a shadowlands world with uh, the way the new level cap works and everything else especially if dungeons sink you down like if you only get access to level 30 talents and abilities if you go into a classic dungeon i don't see why anybody would not be oh yeah but bfa dungeons suck for leveling I think that's something they need to address, and I think I'll put it as because I'm gonna I'm gonna put all of my thoughts from like the idea is that I'm gonna take the video I did of Exiles Reach and put it up as a separate video on my YouTube channel with some thoughts at the end, which will probably just be a condensed version of this. But um, yeah, no, I th I think there needs to be some changes to the to the yeah. profile. Like we probably need to get uh des mephisto to talk about some leveling stuff and bits and pieces he's like had a look at a fair lot more but he, he doesn't do dungeons in terms of his leveling profile so i'm not entirely sure it's yeah interesting it's definitely something that needs to be looked at otherwise you know i had fun with exiles reach exiles reach is very good i think it's by far the best leveling experience there is i just think that they just need to make that one subtle change um to to do i just it just needs to be a one quest tutorial which turns around and goes um like you've got access to talents and specs now because i didn't hit 10 long before it it's not like i went out and was grinding some extra bits and pieces like i pretty yeah. much did everything it told me to do uh did, i was i was on my did you find my... the um the guy that throws you on one of the beaches no i went exp i went exploring and um yeah no there's a he's a two-headed i forget what the name of the actual creature is but he is um you can talk to him and he basically will throw you which is really funny to me um let me see if i can find it quickly but yeah like literally straight off the beach uh, i just went exploring basically because i was like all of these islands look really cool like I wonder what else we could do, but there's a, there's a whole part of that island called Murloc Hideaway, with no Murlocs on it. Oh, what happened to the Murlocs? Did they all? I don't get know. Eaten by... um, but he basically just throws you off, like like he just throws you back to where you should be. I think I 
found it. So yeah, I just literally, like, you start there, there's all of this scenery that's there. There's all the other different islands, so it, it looks really cool. And I think you're just, uh, you're, the idea is that, like, law-wise, you're off the coast of the Broken Isles. So, off the coast of Stormheim. But, oh, interesting. I was thinking that it would be off the, uh, off of, like, uh, for Alliance, off the, the shore of Cold uh, Tiras, and then for the Horde, off the, the shore of... Xander, of, uh, well, we don't know about the Horde starting area. I think Murloc Hideaway is where the Horde are going to start. Interesting. Because and then... it's, it's just it's another island that's pretty much equidistant, and then this big uh, guy is, like, in the middle of both. So I think that he'll just throw you... And it might just... They might get a different part of the island to level in. So, like, you're both leveling on the same island, but you don't see each other. Oh, because that would be so cool. For, like, I loved that in the Legion opening cinematic. Or just a scenario. I loved seeing the Horde on their side. It would still be cool to see the Horde if we can't go over there. Um, It'll be interesting. Um, But, yeah, I found uh, a Zandalari ship. There was, a uh, like, the skeleton of a dead dire horn underneath it. Wow. Like inside it and everything else. And there we go. His name is Drokgar. He's an Etin. There we go. Etin smash! Like, he's actually fully voice acted as well. Nice! It's just, it's just so bizarre. He's just there. And he can just throw you or just not throw you. Oh, that sounds that's incredible. Yeah, I just went explore. I just went exploring, and that's yeah. the annoying thing. Like, I just wanted to explore because there was so much there to, um, to see, essentially. And like, it was crazy. Like, yeah, Murloc hideaway. No Murlocs. Just a broken down. I think it was an undead ship that was broken there, but there was nothing else there. Like, so I assume that's where the horde will be. So, so a an under ship that was just forsaken on the side of the. Well, no, I, I don't, I don't know, um, but I think I, it's the only thing I could put because it didn't look like a human ship. It just looked like it was just like another thing. But since there was yeah. a Sandalari boat there, I assume that it was just a horde boat more more than anything else. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was that. Uh, all in all, had fun. Would really like to. S I don't know. I'd really like to explore the rest of it. I'm not sure if the way that Exiles Reach is built is to only give you a certain viewpoint. Because there was a point where I walked out. I think it was like after the first area of Murlocs. You know, with the first rare that you come across. And when you walk out yeah. and you see the Citadel in the distance. And then you fuck around with the boars and that. And that viewpoint of walking out is the same feeling I got when I did the battle for Undercity's Horde side, when I walked out of the Undercity gates onto the battlefield and saw everything there. It's such a good, such a good set piece to be able to see stuff like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's about it for that. I don't know. You got any more final thoughts on uh, Exiles Reach? No, uh, other than the fact that. Like I like how th there's also the tutorial when once you log in that tells you like how to how to move around, tells you where to go on the on the map. I like that they give each each class a specific que quest for an ability, and they even give saw that there's a quest to take down a th a three person uh, mob. And when I was on there, somebody else was on there too. So we, two is of that, us took down the this bear. Yeah. I soloed that. 
I figured because, you would. Just because I could. I just soloed it. Yeah. So maybe they need to scale it up because because I I could see like it's like a, hey, you 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 can you can't take it on everything by yourself. But I can. I'm an animal. You are. Didn't even oh, have you are. pain either. It's ridiculous. But yes, Mr. Frasley, yes. we've been doing this podcast for a year. I cannot believe it. I mean. I've I've missed one or two episodes, especially in in, in December. But other than that, yeah, we we've been here every every Wait. Sunday. It's uh, how does it feel? I can't. Like it feels you, good. You've got, you've got many podcasts under your belt, but this is one of a few that you don't actually like edit or yeah do anything else. So how does it feel to be on the opposite side as a guest? Well, I say a guest. You're a co-host. Um, you're a co-host, you help me out a lot behind the scenes and everything else, but how does it feel doing it with somebody else and not being the editor and everything else? I like it, because I like that I can just get here talk, I can press record when we need when we use Squadcast, I get I get you those files, but other than that, I kind of like letting you handle all, all that stuff, I'm like, I do that on Thursdays, so I'll <laughs> e-do it, but I also like the, the rapport that, that we built just by podcasting, because we've got to know each other's uh different likes and dislikes about, about the game and and we've been like working on like playing off of each other trying to balance it so it's nice i've wanted to be in a co-host spot and this actually helped me get more comfortable when i went on to the converted podcast so i built a lot of things that, that i've learned from this into, the, into that show when i went on there and i like having a, a consistent person every week i love frazzlecast i love talking with different people but it is also nice having somebody that I know every week that I know how to bounce it off of. I don't know what the show is going to feel like every week with, with Frazzlecast. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad thing per se, is it? No, it's because it adds different. It adds, adds a, a dynamic. But it's also nice being able to, like, sometimes I don't talk about stuff on Frazzlecast, but I talk about it here, and, and, and I enjoy that. So the first episode went live on YouTube on the 21st of May which means that we would have recorded it on the 19th of May so we're about a week early which to be fair I think makes up because we had a leap year so yeah and but by the uh, time we would have done that one it, like next week would have been later than it anyway yeah because I only missed one episode like and that was only because I just wasn't feeling well and you weren't here because you were on holiday yeah time as well so how how was it on the episode because there was at least one or two that i was not here at all so you what gonna, did that you, feel you like were gonna be, you were gonna be away for two weeks and michael was gonna step in as it is yeah and he was there for one week and then i was ill like i was ill the first week and then he was around the second week but um it, it's different having um like i mean i talk to michael now more often than not anyway but yeah it's different not hearing your voice in terms of doing the show Okay, cool. It's it's a very different vibe, as I as I imagine it would be if I said I'm on holiday. Uh, can you do stories? And a, you'd have to go. Blah, I need I need all the assets, but yeah. But yeah, no, it's um. Yeah, it's it's kind of like I've had for Frazzlecast. I have a backup plan. If I ever can't get someone for an episode, I will do it solo. But. I know that would be like maybe like 20, 30 minutes. 
I think there's the only most... ever been one point where you've turned around to me and gone, I need I need somebody come and help. And I've jumped yeah. on because I've just been around. And I appreciate it because that was, uh, it, it, it really helped. And and uh, I appreciated bringing your perspective into it because it was nice bringing on the alpha. It was you and somebody else. Uh, blimey, it was me and somebody. I think it was Sai. Yeah, it was Sai, yes. Yeah, but that was a fun, fun thing to sit down and chat for for a couple of hours. So, I want to, I want to turn around and I want to be the, the. Uh, I want to ask you a question. Sure. So this is not your first podcast, I take it. Um, I mean, it's the first one that I'm producing. Okay. Um, what have you learned in in that year? Oh goodness! About all the different things that you need to do to up uh, to have it up and running, essentially. Yeah, it's it's much more detailed than people think um, when it comes down to it. But you know, we we do it. I want to say we do it in a slightly different way, but we don't because nearly everybody that does a podcast has someone to host it in a video form as well these days. So it's good. Yeah, it uses a lot of the stuff I already know, and as I think everybody knows by now. Uh, I like to talk a lot. You do? I never noticed yeah, that. No. Never. Uh, there hasn't been episodes where it's, it was like you and the guest talking. I'm just like, okay, I'll, I'll chime in when I get something to talk. But you just, like, oh, I'll, I'll let you talk. Yeah, but those, those times you do bring in, you you bring in a different perspective and ask a different question I wouldn't have thought about. And I mean, yeah, de definitely while we've been doing the podcast specifically, having you around has brought a completely different perspective on how I view a lot of the player base of the game as well. Because you, and play, I, you play the game very differently to how I play the game. And I have to say, you've opened me up to it in, in another perspective. Because I've enjoyed what, what what you bring. And you, you've helped me look at different at the game differently. And you've actually, I hate to say, you, you, you've changed my game style a little bit. Because you've given me tips. And when I when I finally am, and get past my, my stubborn pride and like, I know how to play the game. And then I do what you do. Like, oh, that makes sense. I, he I just has... jump on every now and again and go frazzy. Button. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I think it took, I think it took me two weeks of telling you to use your ice block after a quarter rise goes off on your fire mage for you to actually start doing it. Yeah, and it took me about a hundred and fourteen levels before I actually put my powered shield on my priest onto a oh. tell me when macro. But that was always that told you to do that. That, that's that was Razorus. Yeah. Yeah, th that was Razorus. But yeah, it was one of those. And my priest plays so much better once I have. Whenever that goes down, pop it back up again. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, you just need a you just need a weakened soul uh, thing to like track that debuff more than anything else. I think that, yeah, I think that would be like. I'm not sure if that would be information overload for you in the grand scheme of the way that you play the game. If you had weak auras for everything, I think that might be too much information on your screen. Yeah, th that that's why I've enjoyed the simplicity of, of of tell me when is I enjoy what what do I need to make sure I keep up, but past that I don't have too much, and I'm still learning that. I I honestly think like not as a criticism, like as like guiding advice, because I I can kind of see where exactly in the the thought process you are with your UI, and that would be like i think action bars would probably be the next logical step and having everything a little bit more centralized on your screen yes and uh, only having stuff that you need to have on there absolutely and 
that that's why I have enjoyed like Hikili telling me yeah. here's what you need, and then past that, learning what I need from it. Well, Hikili's good for telling you your your rotation. That's the best yeah. thing about Hikili, but it won't tell you to use big cooldowns and bits and pieces like that. And... No, it, it I only I feel like it'll tell me if I'm, if I'm out of shadow form. It will tell me when I'm out of battle shout. That's one that it does tell me, but it won't it won't tell me fortitude, which is why I have tell me when that that, that gives me the fortitude. It's, it's, so, it's, it's a lot of fun at times to to see, but it's it's about what what playing with makes you comfortable and more than anything else. Yeah. So, so what would you say is something that you wish you had known about podcasting before you started? That's a good question. Um. I mean, there's still stuff I'm learning from week to week, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, I think I'm in a quite comfortable position in the fact that I have all the tools I have already before getting into this. Like the good podcasting microphone. Um, like being knowing how to stream more often than not. And I think yeah. I'm lucky in the fact that where I, I can't afford a website of my own. I'm lucky enough to know friends that are willing to host stuff on their site, you know? Oh, yeah, because podcast hosting can be both uh, tricky, but also it can be expensive. So it is that is definitely a I think nice thing. That... I think that's something a lot of people don't know, is that to to have a podcast, you need someone that's able to host it. Like, it's, it's all well and good doing a video version, ripping it, and then sticking it over to YouTube, or just exporting it out to YouTube. That's all well and good you know you can quite easily do that but if you want to have an audio version where it hits so many more different people you've got to, you got to know how to do your audio edits and everything else and have somewhere to host that yeah and then and... i think i spent uh I, it was over an evening or a couple of evenings with frasley and a couple other people about how to get it up on much uh quite a few other places and because i did that with uh, the friend whose website is over on Last Minute Continue, he's managed to get all of his stuff up on, like, all the audio versions up on Spotify, which he wasn't able to do pre re previously. So, stuff that I've learned has helped him and everything else. Nice! But it is, it's, there's, there's a lot there to know. Like, there's a lot of different things you need to look out for and everything else. But otherwise, it's the same thing as growing anything, really. You need to reach out, you need to talk to people, you need to... Uh, what's the word? Network or ne ask yeah, for help? You know, well, you need to network with other people. And yeah. you need to... Um, you know, just grow your show as you would do. Grow anything else. Like... And it's the same way that I look at streaming, that you can't get everything perfect at once. You, you, you'll find, like, okay, here's something I'm trying to figure out. Just before the show, I was looking at another widget for stream for something, and, and I didn't figure figure it all out. But I, I I keep a list of like what do I want to go for, and like what would you say are some of the things without like putting it where you're promising this, but like what do you want to where do you want to see the show going? I mean, I'd like I'd like to see the show. I mean, from a streaming perspective. I mean, we, we have a stable amount of people that come in on a per weekly basis. I'd like to see yeah. I'd like to see the live shows grow to a decent amount of people per week, but that's the same with just streaming in general. You know? Yeah. 
um that 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 all goes and comes around with if you have just a standard viewer base that's willing to view you're able to do anything and warcraft is warcraft is in that interesting place if i'd set this up 10 years ago 10 12 to 13 years ago i don't know it might be bigger than what it was because content creators back then are a different breed of thing to content creators now but, yeah and the ones who have been around that long i feel like they have the bigger yeah not, uh, well, viewer they, numbers. they, they have they have a a larger viewer base because they have a community which is around them but i haven't it try to break in as a content creator these days is a lot harder because there's so many of them and a lot of them yeah. are very very good very very good much better than what i'm doing but like i've got a lot of stuff that i want to upgrade like it's talking about the podcast in particular there are ways i'm looking at to update for season two and the way i'm gonna the way i'm looking at doing seasons is with each expansion rollout so once shadowlands is live we're gonna have a new look and everything else try just to keep it in themed you know maybe we're yeah. into stories around bastion who knows well stories around uh or Ouroboros? i can't remember the name yeah. of the main thing but, but you're right because we're gonna be gone from azeroth for quite a while I won't. I'll still be back mountain hunting every week. So. Oh, me too. And I'll be doing irons and probably <laughs> on like my 85th iron by then. I mean, fifth iron. The fifth iron is going to get to 120. Wow. It probably won't get to 120 before the level cap comes down. Let's be fair. Yeah, th th that is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's a lot of stuff. Like, I want to get... I want to get the look and the feel down before I think about doing anything else. You know? And... Yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot to come, to be fair. And that's how I feel first. I kind of went off on a massive tangent, but there's a, there's a lot there I've got on mind. But as Frasley knows, as I talk to him privately about these things, like he's seen certain things already. But, oh, and they look amazing. Um, but there's a lot of stuff coming that for this alone but there's a lot of other stuff going on this year as it is like uh, as i've talked out with many times i've got the charity and everything else that i'm preparing for in june that's a big thing i think i've shown frasley one thing on that so far oh yes and that looks amazing too i yeah. you, you you're giving me ideas like not not to steal but we'll be inspired by what you do i mean you give me thing thief <laughs> no I, I get inspired though a, a, a another question in that vein as a as a content creator, do you find that you have less time to game now that you podcast than you did before? No. Um, okay. Mostly because I have a lot of I, I've learned how to manage my time when it comes to editing videos. Anyway, uh, the podcast doesn't take that long to. The only reason the podcast takes long to edit at all is because it's the video render that takes the time. Like an audio okay. render doesn't take that long to sort out um specifically for me and that's that's one difference between uh, like you and me like i will um sculpt frazzlecast but that's that's my difference in editing where i got I, I like to fix different things and and whereas uh what is your approach to editing because i mean i don't always listen to the audio because I'm, I'm on the podcast so i don't always listen to my stuff because there's only other podcasts for me to, <laughs> to listen to so when we when we have the guest on and we're using the um the external programs rather than just using discord which discord has been behaving it's just been my internet has been a bit shit today yeah um i i have to i have to find a, a good point to sync which 
for those of you that join us live, you don't you don't see this on the the edits or anything else, but I do a clap at the beginning, which it always allows me to sync up uh, the audio and the visual. It allows me to just go ahead and like it's easy to do it, but I always work on the beginning and the end first for the video, because once I work out what it's gonna fall into and where I need to cut it off and where I need to begin it, then I can actually work on the rest of the video itself that needs working on if it needs it at all. Uh, yeah. But then I just need to take out a lot of peaks and troughs essentially. Sometimes it doesn't work as well as others, but uh, it's it's quite often very simple. You have a knack down to it and. Normally, the editing takes me somewhere between 15 to 20 minutes, and it's the rendering. An, an audio render will take about 30 seconds for an hour long, but like a render can take anywhere because I always, because I stream in 108060, and because I upload in 108060, um, a render with the graphics card I have will probably double, I mean, sometimes like 2.5 times the length of the actual episode. So an hour-long episode will can take anywhere from two to three hours. Wow! Even like your audio render takes longer for me. I, <laughs> but then again, I had a lot of different like effects as I'm going through, yeah, and and, no, and, and, I, and I, I, do... I don't do that though. So the, the the biggest thing that I want to get sorted is I want a proper intro and outro for the cast at some point. But you know, yeah, it, it has to feel right because like even even like the Frazzlecast intro, I'm thankful that, that Allie and Brandon T. Blaylock sent me in something that, that, that fits the style. And it was one of those, I never even asked them to do it. And they both sent me, to, and like, I'm grateful that they did because it, it, it's, it sets the mood, but I never, I never made one myself. I, I, I sort of had a, a, a uh, some music that I bought from Kevin McLeod because yeah, he, yeah, he, the, he, the, 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 royalty free stuff yeah yeah i i i bought a package of his that i that, that i could that, that i could use and that was the original opening to uh Frazzlecast, but then he was like but but then i i got given by the community and it is just like the the Frazzlecast music is the opening wrath of the lich king login music yeah. but in ship tune and i'm like oh, i love it yeah yeah so yeah it's finding that that feel for the show what sets the show do you mean when you say the intro? Is it like the locking screen? Does it have a pixelated dragon roar, or do you mean like no? It, it's it, it, like it, it doesn't have my son. No, it doesn't have that. But it's just said it. It just said in that like it's because like uh, 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 Brandon did this whole uh, this whole song on it, but he he based it off of that. It's like you hear like the doom doom doom, and like you hear like the the, the music and like uh, chip tune. And, oh, I love it. I, I it always makes me just smile whenever I hear it. But yeah, no, that was a tangent. <laughs> I don't know. Is, so, there anything, is there anything you'd like to see as a change to the podcast? I can't say there's anything that that like jumped out to me because we've been working on it, like trying to be more back and forth, trying to like play two sides of a question. Uh, as I've told you, I, I will play the like the, the devil's advocate on, on things. I may actually not agree with the position that I'm touting, but I want to bring it up just to kind of bounce back and forth. And, yeah. and I definitely see that. And I like that we're looking at like stories and like experiences that we're having, not not just recounting news. And I'll be I'll be definitely... honest. It took a while to find the point, you know. Yeah. Because there's there's a lot of things I like to report on because I think they can be interesting. But yeah. I've, I've noticed that some things don't really fly, 
not so much fly, but uh, your audience when they come, they're, they're not as invested in it. And I get that. And there's been, you know, it's been reported back to us that like just talking about the news is is not there. And I get that because you've got all the different wow youtubers that do it there's a lot of probably wow podcasters that just recount the news and you've got to find your main thing that does it and that's i think where we had guests on and got all of their different points of like you know them talking about the game as they do it and and then you know we have a big topic where they get to put in their input which is most of the time very different to ours yeah um i think it's definitely come around that way and I kind of like that that build, and that's the way it is. So yeah, who knows? We'll see. It, and and I, I find the the show's been flowing like even better. It, every show has has to morph into what it's going to be, and I find that like it's. I mean, it's that's definitely me, that's me in a nutshell. I like to fly loose and by the seam of my pants. So, it, I'd I'd rather it be more loose and have a rather loose structure than be so gated on what you have to do like i like to turn around and go what have you done this week this is what we'll try to talk about i mean how many times have we have we discussed what we'll aim to talk about and then it just not materialized yeah and like uh on Fazlecast, i i have an agenda but there are times i will modify the agenda because the guest brings up a point in such a way that like they did talk about exactly what i was what i was looking for or they went into a new avenue that yeah i definitely like for me, I do like an agenda, but I, that's why I'm, I'm at least glad that you tell me what we're, we're going to talk about. Because, because uh, I'm not a fully hang loose, uh, a free flowing gnome. I do like knowing what's coming a little bit. Yeah, but you know, sometimes it's I don't know. I, I like I think it I think it just flows it flows easier that way because I like to talk about what's on my mindscape more than anything else. You know, never really think yeah before I talk. I think I think it's part of the reason, but um, I think it works for the most part. And it, it's you, and that is one thing: is that it shows you're you're being you, you're being the the genuine you. Yes. Do, do you ever struggle with doubt or motivation to podcast? Um, not as yet. Um, I find more doubt and motivation to stream. Yeah, um, I can understand that. But it, it really, it really depends on the sort of content I do because I'll do Warcraft, but because I'm either going up against uh, Europeans who have bigger audiences, but I don't like. There's only one real European. Well, there's two European streamers that I follow on Twitch which will be during the day but they're not always there during the day you know but when they are they have a big audience but then there's also there's way more u.s content creators and they're on about this sort of time that we go live and it's really hard to really combat against that even though i think that the audience that we normally pull in for the live shows is generally about it's like a mixture between yours and my audience and everything else but yeah the people that turn up for my streams that aren't warcraft won't come to a warcraft stream you know like um they'll come to some of the other content i'll do like they'll turn up for when i play record keeper which is my mobile game which i showed you the other day like some of the end game content for that 
or yeah. they'll turn up for the races that I do with Andy because, you know, that's a different area because people like to see other people race video games. And quite frankly, it's a lot of fun at times, you know? But yeah. I don't really have an audience of my own as it is. And I feel like I've got a lot of audiences from other people and like... I don't see the same consecutive people turn up for stream to stream. And I find that like when I, when I stream different uh, different games, I will find some that will that will be there. I, I think my 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 largest audience tends to be Warcraft. Yeah. And it does go down when I do different things, but I do those because I I want to play. It, but then I still come back to the Warcraft. Like Warcraft's my main. Yeah, I think Warcraft will always be our main thing, uh, especially when Shadowlands comes out. I think Shadowlands oh, is yeah. just going to, like, I'm going to say, see you later, Andy. See you in a month. See you later, Record Keeper. I'll see you in a month, and I'll just be doing Shadowlands, and I assume I'll be doing Mythic Plus and the raiding and all the, the dungeons to farm up and everything else. And you'll probably do your leveling to 60 and then go back to your irons, you know? Because yeah. that's what you do. But... I don't know. It, it's 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 definitely an interesting time. Um, I, 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 the only way I, I can say, the biggest reason I don't get demotivated for the podcast is because it's a different type of content, you know? Like, yeah. I can sit here and I can chat with you and, like, chat to the the live chat, as it were, when they're, when they're around and they're um, talkative and everything else. But, like, when you're gaming, you're trying to concentrate on the game without messing up and then you know because the worst thing you want to do when you mess up on stream is for have it clipped for all eternity as has has happened in the past you know yep but uh -huh. um yeah i don't know it's, it's still just keeping it going and it's fun i i there's there's more motivation to come on and do a podcast and do something with friends than there is to not and do something else where you're on your own and until i think until you can get like it's a bit it's a bit weird to say it, but five to even if you have five to ten continuous chatters, I think streaming is a hell of a lot easier to do. Yeah, because you have something to bounce ideas back on, and I got I turned the view count back on not because I'm watching it rise or fall, but it does always remind me that there's someone watching it, and 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 it's in the back back of my head it works. It helps to be like okay. Yeah somebody out there they may not be chatting and that's fine because lurkers i'm i'm i i i i love lurkers and as we said before but it's cool knowing that there's somebody there i'm making a connection with somebody because that's one more person than if i had not turned on that stream yeah today. that's it that's it isn't it like they're they're engaging with you even if it's passive yeah and i'm i'm in their life in some way and they're in my life because they're encouraging me to do it by being by being that that viewer Anyway, I think we are at our time for the week. So we are going to call an end to this. Mr. Frasley, as yes. always, whereabouts can they find you if they're looking for you around the internet? You can find me on Twitter at FrasleyTastic, where I will post like puns and like uh, daily streaming videos that has been helping me work on video editing. You can find my podcast, FrasleyCast, at gnomepodcast.com. I got... Uh, Clanker of Tarn of the Goblin coming, coming on to the, uh, the the one that's out by the time you hear this on the download. And you can find my shenanigans and all the like, like the, the, the weird stuff like soon eating a Carolina Reaper chip. I don't know when, but it's going to be coming soon over at gnome.live and playing World of Warcraft, of course. It's not just me 
eating beans and wearing hats and stuff like that. But I mean, there, is, is, there is gameplay. It is all of that. <laughs> yes, it is all but of with that. games. And with games. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me as always at Titan's Creed on the main one at Frasletastic. No, at Frasletastic. You can't find me at Frasletastic. <laughs> Um, you can find me at Gaming Phoenix if you just want Twi uh, if you just want the YouTube videos and the Twitch streams. Uh, otherwise, you can find me live over on twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions, and you can find all the videos hosted over at youtube.com slash Project Phoenix Productions. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you very much for joining us live. Uh, if you're with us on the live stream, we're going to be playing some more games uh, in a yes. bit. Yes. Otherwise, uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, as Mr. Frasley always likes to say, be awesome and. Start a podcast or stream. I, I start the thing. Yes, do the thing like 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 the Scruffy Druid says. <laughs>